uh, Duncan goes out um, right behind Luke. Um, there are two sets of blood. Uh, one of them don't recognize it at all. It looks like the one your brother's interested in. The other one is most definitely Leah's. Uh, if you move forward uh, and you uh, diverge off from your brother, you can kind of hear a little bit of shuffling, uh, a, a low whine, um, a, a little, a little bit of uh, the, the the smell is stronger now. Um, you can tell it's uh, you, you move around the corner, you see it's like a, a gray wolf, definitely him. He's got a, a bit of a large uh, burn mark on the side. Um, that's kind of like not quite closed. Uh, it, it looked like it opened something up enough to where like it's had trouble clotting. It, it's it's maybe finally getting to that point, but it's pretty fucking nasty looking. Doesn't look like he's been here for super long, um, but based on the amount of blood that's on the floor, it's long enough. There was an altercation. Something bad happened. This is where he went. He's up against one of the brick walls, and he's just kind of like panting, uh, shallow uh, light, uh, and just trying to like keep himself like balled up a little bit into himself to try and keep that area from opening up anymore. Uh, he's in bad shape. Um, considering uh, Luke's um, recklessness. I think Duncan's going to try and sneak Lewis to Dr. Robinson without Luke knowing. Okay. All right. So um, if you want to do a contest against yourself, you can. Or we could just have you find a way to get Dr. Robinson's little uh, little dudes with gurneys over to Lewis. Um, especially if Luke is really trying to find this person. Can't call them. You don't need to. But can he? <laughs> so, um... I imagine cat catcalling those things, like breaking bones. Like, fine? Never mind. You could probably find Dr. Robinson rather easily. Um, she's not making a lot of noise, but it, it's hard to miss her. Um, even though it's nighttime. Uh, uh, but you, you approach her. Do you bring Lewis with you, or do you ask her to get somebody to bring him over? I mean... I imagine he would just take Lewis. You want to pick up the wolf? Yes. Okay. He's, such he's a, probably he's like, going to be like, you should not bother the wolf. This is fine. Okay. I'm trying to help you. He's like a little person. He's not dog. talking, but he does have that little, like, that whine. I would even say he probably, like, realizes what's going on. And, you know, oh, shit. It's, yeah. Uh, and he's just, he's just kind of, kind of try and relax and keep himself closed in because it's on his side. And if he opens up too much, he might fuck up. Uh, rough as shit, though. Uh, burnt fur. Bad. Uh, you'll be able to get him over to Dr. Robinson, who looks puzzled for a moment and just, uh, just kind of looks over and goes, well, uh, this is the first time for everything. And she just snaps her fingers and, uh, a gurney comes over. Two of those dudes, uh, they, they lay him out. And uh, you can see now, 100%, uh, she's got four arms, and each one is moving in a different, like, motion for something else, as you can now tell that there is a, uh, uh, a, a girl you might know, 
not too sure right now. There's also Alex, who you definitely know. Oh. He's looking worse for wear. <laughs> Uh, and this is probably around the same time as well as um, prime roleplay. There's a si- there, at the same time as well as Maher coming up with uh, Eric, and so you see uh, uh, Wolf being laid out on a gurney. So, uh, Doctor Robinson has four arms. Just every time you say they they laid him out, he was laid out. <laughs> Imagine someone absolutely fucking smashing this wolf in the face with a hammer. Um, oh hi. That's it. I throw Eric down, and there's more business downstairs still, Is so I get alive? back down there. Ah. Uh-huh. They're gonna start start setting up shelves within the van to put all of y'all. Actually, at this point, maybe we need to get another van. I'll kill four of them. Henchmen will shuffle up to get another van. Hench. Hench. Doctor Robinson's got poor arms. Fuck, if There's I know so what's going, going on. Duncan, at this point in time, there's a lot going on. I think he's just going to speak his mind. Uh, Duncan's going to look at Dr. Robinson. Neat trick. She looks familiar. Don't know why. I'm going to go find my brother now. Good luck. <laughs> okay, thank you. I've said prime roleplay right there. Mm-hmm. Really getting a character. <laughs> Laying on the ground. <laughs> you can do it. Go. Uh, you find your brother. Look out, bro- shadows. Duncan finds his brother. Shadow guy, huh? You got a gun. Uh, a second slot. You said there were cameras in the area? Yes. I wonder how easily we'd be able to get uh, access to the cameras. Hmm. Probably take uh, getting to daytime, but... This is just Duncan at this point speaking out loud to Luke. Yeah. Um, we should probably get back to the, the group and... Uh, I don't know. Tell them what we you figured out and what I saw. Luke's gonna be like, okay. And we're just gonna head back down. Okay. All right. Um, what do you do? Going back down oh. to help Margaret. Going back down to help. Okay. All right. What's another curtain? What? It can't possibly hold another shadow uh, nightmare beast. That's fair. Really fast. Okay. Before Evan has to leave. Is there anything? Is there anything you want to do before you gotta head out? Because technically you're not gonna see this, so it'll like, show up on the recording. Say that to Evan, like he doesn't have to. Can I let the thing out? He's been dying. Um, I'm very tempted. Of course, it seems. Of course, it seems, seems, seems friendly. I'll give you. I'll give you a friend, but it's gonna stick by you for right now. Okay. I'm not gonna do anything. I was gonna say this motherfucker is going to punish us after letting the consequences out and then leaving. Hey. Well, well, well. If so, it isn't the consequences of my own before, actions, I'm gonna hate myself next. Please stop before, crinkling. Before you, before you, oh, before you crinkle, was... it's gonna turn into an object. And it's gonna be, it's gonna gift itself to you. Oh fuck! You don't know if it does anything yet, but then you have it. Sweet. And then you, wait, and you're, um, you as a character are just headed out one of the doors. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna leave through one of the doors that no one else has um, oh, fuck come me. in through for this one. I had a hilarious oh, joke. No, you didn't. Okay. No one's gonna see this. Okay. Um, because she does walk into that other area. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to Willard in Idea, to anyone else, this would look like a collection of images moving too fast for anyone to quite parse together, unless you've already seen and experienced them before. And it is so much all at once. I would say it probably even affects the glamour that's got she's got going on. 
so there's a good couple minutes where everyone's gone. Everything's quiet. And she's got that second to just kind of like take it all in and be unable to look anywhere else and hit the ground for a little bit. Uh, not necessarily collapsing or falling over, but just kind of like knees and, knees and elbows, head to the ground. Uh, the glamour on her hands and arms starting to fade, as you can see, like not the same kind of burns that Eric had, but very, very damaged skin going from the ha both hands, both the entry and exit points of that electricity that also does have those, those electric mark scars similar to what's on Harry's arms go up her neck and around her face just up until the edge of her jaw, where she breathes very, very heavily. And at some point, she breathed one deep, very long, very slow breath. And she's gonna stand back up. Every limb of her body is shaking. And she's gonna look forward. By the time she gets back up, um, you come back in. Fully aware that this might be another, uh, Maher comes back in, fully aware that this might be another thing that produced that horrible image, and you come back back in, and that cage is empty, for the most part. But there's there's an object. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like she's just noticed it as well, and it's kind of at the edge, closer to the inside of the bars. Um, it, it's dark like that image, but it doesn't really. It, it's balled up in itself. Um, is this it? As I go to grab it. Uh, she, uh, hold on, hold on. She says, uh, "Super." Blank face. I'm gonna need you to do another roll for me. Oh, it's a plus sharp roll. You got no. a minus one. Oh, you're amazing. And yeah. after this roll, they'll probably come in. Seven. Okay, on a seven. Um, Sorry, Shilla. You don't really understand the concept of the glamour. Mm -mm. So she looked fine before you before you left. Shaken, but fine. Uh, come back in. She's not looking too... She's different. More damaged than before. Um, you would not be aware in this case that she is concealing the majority of her injuries. Uh, it just looks like she she's a little bit more worse for wear than you expected because it kind of looked like, despite what she went through, that she came out of it completely unharmed. This isn't completely unharmed, but you can't see the majority of it. And she, uh, she waits for a moment. She says, uh, you know, maybe it's best if I don't pick it up. There's just kind of like a, a moment. She says, uh, I think I know what that is. I don't think, I don't think I need to touch it. But it may need to get reclaimed for evidence or investigation. Um, and then the two of you come back in. She says, oh, uh, well, wonderful. Um, which... Either of you feeling magically uh, lucky today? Well, I, I certainly am not. I touch it. <laughs> you, nothing happens. Touch the orb. Hmm? Luke is gonna feed up your ass. She's already he's already touching. She's like, um, if if you could pick that up and describe to me what it is. None of nothing has changed. You, you came in. This this thing is. Uh, well, do you push it and you kind of move it around and it makes kind of like a metal like sound. Like it's got like a chain in it. Mm. It's small. Um, who you want to pick it up, Luke? Yes. All right. Don't need to roll. Okay. Uh, it's shadow, similar to that uh, monster creature that was fighting Alex. Um, 
it, you pick it up and you dangle it by that chain. It looks like it's a, a shadow, like, can't see the engravings, can't see anything else. It looks like it's a pocket watch. Oh, damn it. It doesn't react to your touch. It op- it moves like a, a regular object. doesn't seem to do anything. You go over to where Willard was. Willard's cage is also empty, but there's no object in it. Willard's also gone. <laughs> well, that's fun. Uh, so, to me, it just feels like a normal object. Hmm. Touching it didn't do anything to me. Well? I thought it was going to be a Fushigi magic ball. It's very specific. It's just what I imagined. <laughs> oh. Is this you, Douglas? Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's why... I rescind my character voice. Um. Okay. So, you, you pick it up. Wolf and Duncan wouldn't even have a reaction. You wouldn't even see a reaction. Um, Duncan, you're aware that there is still magic around Margaret. Looks like it's less so. She also looks a little bit, a little bit hurt. Um, Wolf, it's just a pocket watch. It's not even like a ooh, you know, the one ring. This is so precious and pretty. You like you 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 open it up. You can't even see the time in there. It makes a ticking sound doesn't do anything else. Does it resemble... Kind of cool. Does it yeah. resemble a familiar shape? Yeah, okay. I thought so. One possible theory, and I'll say she probably says it, she says, um, it's possible removing the two people that were in this area that were being tested on, and with the larger creature being taken care of, that these things may have been rendered inert might have the chance to keep them safe and contained as long as we can get them somewhere secure. Best idea I have. By the way, how damaged are is Wolf and Duncan looking? Uh, Duncan, he looks, well, his hair is standing up. He looks a little shocked, but other than that, he seems perfectly fine. And Luke, despite him being kidnapped, didn't suffer any harm at all. The boys are all right. Margo, you want to head back up to Dr. Robinson and get looked at while we try and shut off the power down here? I most definitely will. Um, I'm not going to make anybody roll plus sharp. Are you guys just going to wait for her to leave, though? Well, I'm going to open the curtain and make sure she's going. I need dice. I don't trust her too I much. Need your dice. She's being very suspicious. Give me your dice. Well, poorly. <laughs> I was gonna say, I also feel like Luke would offer to help her back. She's gonna refuse it. She's not gonna refuse it meanly. Um, She's gonna say, I'm fine, shit. I can do it. I'm not that bad. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not gonna roll if, um, if, if there is help offered, because I'm just gonna have her power through that. Well, no, then he would just be like, all right, then later we can have a conversation about the person. Why are you Definitely squeezing me? have a conversation. Just... Alex, stop squeezing people. His feet are moving. Oh, Alex can unmark unstable as well. Whoa. I shoot out. <laughs> <laughs> he still hasn't paid for the crimes he's committed. <laughs> Don't think I've forgotten, young man. <laughs> Duncan bites Alex. Um... <gasps> Even better. 
wolf. There's gotta be clues in here. We don't know who this motherfucker is, but she wouldn't have just activated that machine and left if she wasn't 100% certain on causing as much damage as possible before she left, including damage to people that inevitably, like, did surrender. I just want to remind you as a player that there were, um, what, five bookcases against one of the walls? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, was she carrying stacks of papers that she dropped? She had some sheets of papers. That's what you had, uh, that's what Duncan had used, actually, to notice that we missed someone. Someone, someone's gone. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you, you kind of got both of the same idea. My hands smell like Fruit Loops. Ropoli, Ropoli, Ropoli. Hey, yo! Ah, oh, fuck me, Jesus. Still not great. Brother in Christ, that's a nine. That's a nine. Good. Right, a mixed success. A mixed success is still a success. Walks up. Walks up to the stairs. Here. She probably walks back up. And she's gonna move to where she's obscured by one of the walls by the door. Right. You're not gonna see. You're not gonna I, see her go up the stairs, but you're gonna see her move out of range, basically, <laughs> out of sight. She's gonna move out of sight to the side, um, to where, uh, you know, because the stairs are a little bit bigger than the double doorway door. Hey, Duncan. Yeah. I think you should uh, go up and make sure she can make that flight of stairs. All right. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, you're gonna do it, or I'm gonna do it. I think it would be better if you did it. I'm getting hungry. It's nighttime. If, she, if she's vulnerable at all, Duncan, like, I'm not going to play up your strengths. This would be a walk in the fucking park. Mm -hmm. She's pretty healthy. Such a mild man. A little cooked, but pretty healthy. I forget very often you're a vampire. I'm gonna walk to the entryway. Okay, um, so, uh, let's do the, uh, investigate really fast if you could, uh, Sorry, I'm about to move quiet. What about fucking? Um, Cody's... Invest investigate a mystery from both of you. Cody's fucking the recording. I'm getting up. Oh, that's a... That's a... Oh, that's a nine. I understand. I'm gonna say Luke has a lot running through his head right now, so he... Lot going on. Lot going on. Yes. Lot okay. going on. So that would be a six. Roll. That'd be a failure. That'd be a failure. Question is, do you want to mark experience or not? Okay. Uh, Luke marks an experience. Uh, you will apotheosis tonight. Oh, that's fine. Not uh. right now. That's great. This is kind of this is kind of like a slow burn kind of meltdown. Uh, it's not going to happen immediately. It's going to compound. Oh, it's like having a meltdown at a school. Yeah. <laughs> the information needs time to set in. Yes. But once it sets in, he's going to lose his shit. Yes. Use them as you lose control. Um, you know, when he wakes from the water. I don't need it. I don't need uh, it. mental stability. I definitely yeah, don't need it. Tolkien. So. This also could show how meticulous he actually is. You, uh, Duncan, you are looking for information about this person. You're going to get a lot. You can't look at all of it right now. But... Based on a little bit of handwriting, a little bit of analysis, the fact that uh, their records are actually kept rather well. Um, so uh, if there are small little codes, 
You don't know what those codes mean, but you can find similar codes and similar handwriting within some of the books the same person may have wrote some of these books in here and some of these records in here. So you go through all of them, you pull the ones that are most definitely uh, as similar as possible. You can go, you know, check the rest later. That's what you've got when you're looking for those. Um, Luke has a lot going on. There's a chair somewhere if Lucas would sit down for a second. Just the Shinji Ikari pose. Get back in the robot, uh, Luke. <laughs> I imagine he's more or less just going to have, like, his fingers on his uh, temples. You could sit in the screen chair. <laughs> you could sit in the screen chair. Uh, you, Maher gets in through the doorway, and uh, sure enough, just kind of, like, leaning on one of the walls out of sight, She's got, like, most of half of her body. It's almost standing, but using most of her weight against the wall is uh, Margaret. She's awake, but she is uh, trying to hide a lot of pain. You know, I've carried three people. There's no issue in a fourth. I just, I, she says, I thought I could walk up the stairs. I tried to walk up the stairs. Mm, Looked like you ducked that corner. I, I'm not gonna pretend like I'm fine. I just didn't want the rest of them to see how bad it got. I'm gonna have you do it again. I'm gonna have you roll another sharp. Oh, I love. Do it again. Do it again. (laughs) Fucking hate it here. God fucking. (laughs) Don't mark experience. Um, Not gonna see past that glamour. Um, you know, she, she, at some point when you left, when you had seen her with Eric, no damage. When you would come back, a little bit of damage, uh, obvious show of pain. Age has not changed yet. You know that from your own age. Um. I still feel the perm on my head. I still feel the perm. A little floppy. Kind of. It's a little floppy. Not great. <laughs> it has, it has looked better. But, uh, she says, uh, I just need to... Breathe for a second, and I'll be able to get up there. Uh, Come on. I don't know why you're hiding this. They're grown-ass men. They're big boys. They can handle it. One of them's a fucking vampire. No, I I understand that. It's just, uh... I'm trying to... Not have people concerned about you? For the most part, yes. Well, I mean... Magic on some level can be emotional. Putting people through a lot of stress as a a physiological thing causes a lot of damage. And then putting magic into the mix, it it makes things unpredictable. It puts strain on things. And this is something that can be dealt with with time. And no one needs to, no one needs to worry. It will be okay. She's still not walking up the stairs though. (laughs) So piggyback a fireman. Um, she says, uh, most of the damage is in the front of my arms. I'm probably not going to be able to hold on very well. Um, please don't tell anyone about this. Sound important to you. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right. I don't, I don't know how you want to do this. Okay. All right. There we go. Oh, we're going to Dr. Robinson. I'll drop you off once we get to the top of the stairs and help you along, because Alex is already in there. Can we just put me in a car and take me up to her clinic? 
We'll just open a door somewhere. I'm not going into a hospital. I mean, you're going to do what Robinson tells you, I suppose. If she but... tells me to go into a hospital, I'm not going to go into the hospital, but hopefully she doesn't tell me to go into the hospital. How full was her van? Uh, I think she actually sent for another one. Okay, hopefully. Okay, all right, I'll have her send for a third. <laughs> she got two more extra sets of hands, so. Or rather, one extra set of hands. She got four arms. Yeah. They're detachable. It's a little freaky. They're, wait, what? <laughs> Detachable. Yeah, she's got an extra set of arms. She only uses them in emergencies. Are they robotic? She's never told me. They're always in, like, gloves. I don't I think I want to know. I had a personal early theory that it was, like, puppet strings and that they were just kind of moving and then they started moving independently. So. Yeah. Chop fucking veggies like a champ. Thinking of the most um, time-saving, <laughs> thinking of the most, like, time-consuming thing in my life right now, and it's chopping there vegetables. There is just a small, and it happens more because she's closer, uh, smallest amount of steam it appears to be coming from, it looks like her hands and the collar of around where her, her neckline starts. The, the glamour has not faded, but it's, it's not able to cover everything. I don't know how to address this. No fucking clue. No fucking idea. Just gonna, uh, Does not want to go to a hospital. You though. might have a fever. Probably. That's probably what it is. I probably just need to, to, to sleep. <laughs> she can't walk upstairs. <laughs> She's fucking steaming. Every, I just need to die, man. I just need to sleep. Every single one of my uncles after having a heart attack. I just need to go to bed. <laughs> Dr. Robinson can receive you guys a little early ahead of the fact that, like, uh, whoever's in the vans that are already going, Lewis is gone, Alex is gone, the girl is gone. Girl. Um, there is a there is a third van. She says, "I'm starting to run out of, starting to run out of people to drive the car." Um, thankfully, we're running out of people to put in them. Um, she she looks over. She just looks over. She says, "Uh, hmm." That seems kind of, kind of rough. Uh, you just, did you murder guys? It's fine. It's just all, it's all internal. Uh, she might be a combative patient. She also looks like she's starting to fall asleep. Uh, well, that's not fucking good. No. Um, okay, alright, put her in the car. Uh, I suppose, uh, are you a good driver? I can drive. Okay, all right. She's going to get into the back of the van and uh, toss you a set of keys. Uh, and she says there should be GPS set up uh, right up at the front. I uh, usually have it go automatically, but for right now, let's get her, let's get her set up. Um, where are the other two? They are... Originally, I wanted to make sure the power was shut off to the place, but they're down there investigating, trying to figure out what, whatever. Luke would know how to shut off the power. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm it's look- not a hard thing to do. I just saw them snooping about. I don't really know what they're looking for. As far as I'm concerned, uh, the mystery of the werewolves is solved. Mystery of the werewolves is solved. <laughs> Fireworks. <laughs> Anywho, I am now the driver. You are now the driver. I drive. You drive. Uh, Alex is in bad shape. That girl can get transferred somewhere else. We're, and this is probably something that Dr. Robinson is going to bring up. And since uh, 
since there's really only two people she could talk to about it, she's probably going to bring it up now. She says, uh, so what kind of hospital do we go to that doesn't immediately alert Scott Callahan to everyone's presence? Scott may have seen me. Scott did see you. So all of them. All of them with the lights on, most likely. Too bad my characters aren't there. In this state. She says, uh, I can provide I can provide in-home care for a little bit, but Alex is going to need a lot of emergency medical attention. Um, she says, uh, I'm not really big, and she's probably going to climb into the uh, passenger seat for a second. She says, I'm not very big on uh, the kind of uh, non- non-science healing that everyone else seems to do, but uh, do your cousins know anyone that may be able to help? Or at least a place to put everyone for a little while? Hell if I know. Mm. Probably knows, definitely know someone where we can shack up, but I don't know about nothing else. Um, I toss her my phone. Okay. Uh, you're going to receive a call from Maher. What one? Uh... Uh, which one's gonna answer their phone? Because uh, Duncan. Duncan's gonna answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Seems like, so basically, Wolf receives a call on her phone. She goes, "Hmm, I guess he's busy." Who'd you call? Uh, w- she says, "Uh, the Wolf one." Well, you made the mistake. That's why Duncan's on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> calls, calls Duncan. Uh, Duncan, while he's calling your phone. Picks it up rather quickly. Hello, it's Dr. Robinson. Everyone appears to be in very bad shape, and taking them to any sort of hospitals would immediately alert both the Department of Energy, the Department of Defense, and potentially the FBI to where uh, where, where we are and what's been going on. We don't have the Department of Health. You wouldn't happen to have anywhere quiet that everyone could, uh, could lie low at while I give them medical attention? Uh, give me one quick second to make a call, just so... You don't just end up barging in, but I should have an answer within the next five minutes. Okay, so she's gonna she's gonna hang up the phone. She's gonna let you, uh, you know, you do what you need to do. You're gonna have a quick second uh, to pull the partition down uh, that separates the front of the van from that back area. And she says, um, "I need you to tell me exactly what happened." From when to when? Whatever theories you have that you think may have caused this much injury to Margaret. Oh, well, the fact that I still have the cattle prod, I pull it out. Yeah. And I zap with it. Huh. She grabbed one of these and touched the dude's forehead and nearly fried him to death. Okay. I hand her the cattle prod. Okay. She, she turns it over. She looks at it. She says, uh, okay, all right. I'm probably going to have to examine this because that makes a little bit more sense. I didn't see her get hurt by anything else. I was, the visibility wasn't great trying to get everyone out alive. Dr. Robinson doesn't often look uh, really anything in terms of emotion. She gets, you see, almost frustrated and then like a little bit annoyed and then just kind of a resigned kind of like sigh. Uh, and she shuts, shuts off the cattle prod, she removes the battery, and she's going to uh, put it into one of her bags. Uh, and just take out a piece of paper really fast and write something down and shove it back in a bag. And she says, um, stable? Should be all right for now. Um, I'll probably have to have a a bit of a longer conversation as her technical uh, PCP. But uh, for right now, it seems like things could have gone a lot worse. Um, 
I'll be completely honest. Um, this is not the first kind of conversation I've had to have. A, a lot of the times that groups like these don't get made very often, but attempts have been made in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I'd like to improve the human condition to where there isn't a need for disease or age, I fall short of that kind of scientific achievement. Um, and the, the more slip-ups that happen, the worse people get hurt, the less likely I feel in my ability to keep them going. You really put the world on your shoulders there. It's not, it, you know, it's an ambition uh, for the most part. It becomes harder when people that I care about uh, put themselves through terrible things. But if they did not, I probably wouldn't be able to have the research that I do. I still feel awful, but I suppose sometimes that isn't my choice to make. Well, you also got to think about, we do this work for a reason. It's mostly to help people and make sure less people suffer. Yes. Suffering for less suffer. The next time... Anything like this happens. And she just she just kind of trails off. And she says, uh, no, I don't, I don't think there would be much I could do other than medical attention. She just kind of like looks a little frustrated again. She says, um, I'm going to check the IV and check the vitals. I've had to change that IV bag like three times, and it's been 20 minutes. Yep, yep. Uh, and she's going she's gonna to move back into the back. And before she leaves, she says... I'm probably going to stay in this profession for the rest of my life. I need to ha- I need to ask you a genuine, honest question because I really haven't had much of anything other than surface level conversations. Although you're a very good listener, um, are you also planning to stay in this job for the rest of your life? At the very least, do you genuinely think you see yourself working here for, say, another ten years? I haven't really thought that far ahead, to be fair. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it ten years. Understandable. Kind of take out one uh, outing at a time. One outing at a time. Mm. But if I haven't been deterred yet, I doubt something's going to change. Okay. I'm not a good person when it comes to convincing others to be careful. Uh, Especially since uh, every time I'm able to operate on someone, I, I try my best to improve them, you know, leave them better than how I found them. Uh, she <laughs> says, that you, you, you look at me strange, and I know it's, it's for the reasons that many people look at me strange. Because you perform I, surgery on I, me. I, I do it out of the genuineness of trying to make things better, you know? You wouldn't have even known that you would needed a stint if no one had looked at it. I... I also know... Thank you? <laughs> I, um, I worry for our mutual friend. I worry that she places a a lot on her shoulders and assumes that she has to place everything on there because this is not the first group she has tried to make. This is not the first group with people in it that she, she had, she and Harry were friends. They weren't great friends, um, but on some level there was some care there and it got completely destroyed and it's not the first time, and I would hope it would be the last, but going through that many loops and being the only consistent part of that group, I think, has led her to believe that there really is nothing else that she can rely on, Um, and 
that may even extend to my own medical services. Hopefully she doesn't feel that way after you're done with her uh, this time. But between her strong-headedness, let's say, diplomatically, um, and the fact that I'm not a good example of cautious and care. I also was going to mention that, but, like, we're not that close. I didn't go to school with you. Like, I went to school with her, and I heard about her ambitions and everything else, and all of the, like, you know, she talks about the shows that she enjoys, and I don't really, like, I'm not really with those kinds of shows. I don't like sci-fi that much. I don't, you know... I don't like fringe. It's uh, very, very funny. <laughs> uh, she said, she says, uh, and you know, I talk about the shows that she definitely doesn't really have an interest in, and she knows enough to remember the main characters' names, and we have a very, we have a very comfortable kind of relationship. But every time I've tried to tell her to take care of herself, I can tell that she takes those words in and she throws them out the window, and I can only bring her in so many more times before I start to question my own career. All I can do is my best, but um, I guess we'll see if that's enough. Now go change your IV bag. I hear it's sucking it dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how that works. <laughs> she's gonna uh, she's gonna close the partition back uh, behind her as she leaves. Uh, she's gonna go back in the van. Uh, the the Blumkin. Blumkin. Duncan. Duncan is definitely going to, as his phone is still out. Speed dial. Go ahead. Oh, anytime, anywhere. Doesn't matter when you call. Doesn't matter how you call. She has always picked up the phone. Um, she leaves you on read. <laughs> she picks up the phone. Uh, here it is. Oh, hello? Hello. Yeah. I have a bit of a question. Some of my friends may have got and hurt while investigating matters of a werewolf incident that turns out to be more than a werewolf incident. Alright, um, get to the questions in a second. Um, what can I do? Would it be possible, um, the monster hospital is still up and running, yes? Oh yeah, I could have it up and running in a second. Uh, there is a doctor with them, technically. Um, they, they do work for the Department of Health, but I, I was really hoping not to drag you into their role, but they really don't want to alert the director of the Department of Energy, and we're kind of doing stuff under the table. Mm. Um, mm. Well, i tell you what. I'll let Cecilia know to expect people. Um, I'll try to tell her not to get too excited. And uh, you let me know how it goes when you're ready. Alrighty, and um, another thing. Mm. The, the person that we're working for, I, I think you and her would get along well because you both have a decent amount of connections. You could probably benefit off of having someone in the department up your, well, not up mm. your sleeve, but knowing just in case. She sounds kind of hesitant, not heavy resistant. She says, uh, I definitely, uh, I definitely appreciate the opportunity. Should definitely at least have one conversation once. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see how things go. Um, so then you and your brother are safe. I got shocked a little. It was mm. only a little. I'm mm. fine. Mm. I'm hungry though. Yeah, fair. Uh, she says uh, if you head to your way back, the rest of them, we should have something for you too. Um. Not with them. I'm currently looking into other 
things related to the werewolf, not werewolf. Oh, where are you right now? Connecticut. Connecticut? Oh, it was there for a second. There's a Yale. Okay, all right. Uh, and you said you're... Are you above ground right now? No. I'm going to knock at the door next to you. Opens it. Don't answer it. Uh, it's Joanne. Oh. Hi. I sometimes forget you could do that. Helps every once in a while. Uh, she says, uh, you want to get that taken care of first and uh, grab your grab your brother? Okay. I can keep this open for about an hour or so if we need to bring things in. He grabs books. Yeah, grab them. <laughs> he grabs Luke's and makes Luke grabs more books. Just, just casually. With a blank like, stare. So are you, are you having fun? Uh, what was that directed towards? Uh, that was directed towards Duncan. Uh, it feels nice to be able to work meticulously again. That's fair. Um, I'll have to see if I can open back the other office. Goodness knows Carla doesn't use it. with you and the director at one point. Not the director. Margaret. Margaret? Yes. Poseidon. <laughs> it's the other timeline slip, slip, slipping in. <laughs> yes. It is. I can, uh, is, uh, I'll do what I can. Um, as you know, I'm always listening to. But I think for right now, let's try and do as much damage control as possible. Of course. So, what this is going to be is it's going to be another phone call. I would say, uh, Robinson probably left your phone on the passenger side seat. Mm. Um, so, uh, do you want to call him? Yes. Duncan, okay. You can give me a call from Duncan. Don't call me Duncan. The dog. I answer it. What you need? I don't. It's not Dr. Robinson, but okay. Joanne brought the rest of the books in at this point. Yeah, she's in the back taking care of, uh, people not dying. Pennsylvania. Pretty big state, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're aware of the manor in Venago? Uh, I got a GPS. Would you say what's, can you spell Venago? He will do so. V. Types it in. Yeah, uh, um, take a little while to get there, but, you know. Couldn't be long than it took me to drive here. Yeah. So, you're curious. Actually, it'll be much longer than it took me to get here. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Just for that, we're stopping in DC. No, wait, DC's far too far south. Very far. Just gonna do start, stop in DC while I'm dying. <laughs> we're not dying, but. Hey, we're gonna go to Burger King. Uh, what do you want? Shoot Alex is six hard. Shoot. 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 Oh. Almost. Oh, shit. That's not too bad, actually. So, I'd say, I'd say there's probably. I, 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 I want to guess it. Okay. So there's still going to be a mid-trip switchover where Dr. Robinson is going to come check on you guys again. Exactly. Probably. Wait, so, Venago, where is it located? Like, where is the analog, like, physical place in it's Pennsylvania? It's closer to... The location of Venago, I believe, is on the border of Pennsylvania. Wait, and, like, with Ohio and, yeah. like, New York? Yeah, basically. Or Ohio, because there's, that, that there's a Lake area. Erie there. Yeah. I'm going to guess. Five hours, 45 minutes, something like that. It's about that, yeah. What is it? Well, I did the my location, so I have to actually check the actual location. Let's do Google Maps instead. Uh, pick a token. Da 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 da. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. My collection's gonna grow. <laughs> you got another one. <laughs> you got another ring. 
I'm gonna collect so many. I'm gonna collect all the rings in there. Okay. That one's a little skinny though. Gotta make sure I'm gonna get stuck on my. I don't know what you're gonna use them all for, but okay. I'm gonna bitch smack Cody when I get them all. There you go. <laughs> What's this now? I'm gonna hit you with a fucking handful of rings, motherfucker. And you're gonna respect it because it's gonna take time Seven and dedication. Seven hours and twenty-seven minutes with no tolls. So, uh, well, what about tolls? Oh no, it's nine hours and sixteen minutes with no tolls. What about tolls? Seven, seven hours. And half seven, seven and a half hours. Hands off by two hours. That's not too bad. Yeah. So, like halfway through that, Doctor Doctor Robinson is gonna consider Margaret stable enough to switch over to you guys, Alex. Uh, take off, uh, I'm gonna say three harm, unmarked, unstable. You're sure. Be already unmarked, unstable. Okay. I did, I did unmark, unstable. I didn't remove any harm, though. Okay. Double unmarked. You know what? Remark, unstable. She fucking stabs you in the eye. Who stabbed me? That's the wrong IV. <laughs> so, a couple people in this, a uh, couple people in this van as you rouse washed up fucking guy uh that was a guy that was getting shot with the beam don't know girl don't know <laughs> uh i i think that there was there's lewis who might be coming in a second band because he's a took up the whole fucking band what do you um, mean took up the whole fucking strangers. band he's a little he's a big awkward dog he's like a little purse puppy um you're lucky you didn't get the bloody dog in your van wouldn't drive the bloody dog. The only reason I'm driving this one is because Margo's in it. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I'd be taking a vacation. Because I'm not that hurt. Yeah, you're doing pretty well. Um, got about four more hours on the ship. What do you do? Sit up. Okay, you're going to sit up? You bang you're your gonna head. Feel, you're going to feel a little bit of pain when you get up. Um, and you're going to notice that uh, Eric's going to get moved over to a fourth van. Because something came up during the treatment... Uh, that made Dr. Robinson realize not only does this need more careful attention, this is going to need more space and more equipment. So there's a quick layover where she gathers a bunch of shit and a bunch of people grab the gurney that this guy was on and move him over into uh, a uh, the same one of those high-tech looking medical vans. Um, Moving full speed down the highway. Kind of urgent as well. Yeah, they, <laughs> they toss him. From the back of the one van into the other one, it's fucking sick. It's like a mid-air refueling. Yeah, like a pit stop. Pit stop. So it's just you, and it's this girl, and she's like slowly starting to come to consciousness. Um, and she looks, she looks around, and she just super, super confused. She's like, where, where am I? What? 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 Hey. What? I don't worry, I'm not gonna get up to greet you. Well, I can't get up either. Where are we? This isn't a hospital. Are we in an ambulance? Kinda. I feel like it's not an ambulance. It's close. Where is what? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just no. She, she starts to, like, freak out a little bit. She says, no, I can't go, I can't go back down there. I, uh, um... Calm down. <laughs> You're not going back down. I oh. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't undo. You don't understand. I can't go back in there. I. Who, who are you? What is your name? Alex. You? That's it. Okay, that's just fine. Um, Nothing my wrong. name That's is fine. Melody. 
there are a lot of people looking for me. Okay. Who has us right now? Currently, Dr. Robinson's people. I don't know who that is. A doctor for the Department of Health, but she operates incognito sometimes. Okay. Which is one of the t- these times, most likely. Um, her, Margaret Maher, a bunch of people. You say two names, two very specific names. You see her blink really fast, and then just it just passes over, and she says, um, there's a, there's a lot going on, and I think I might try to go back to sleep. You seem a little... Bothered by Maher and Margaret? Not bothered, but something doesn't seem right. Not a lot of things don't seem right. Um, but that one warranted a reaction. It's literally just us sitting here. Do you know if they were awake right now? Hmm. No, that was bad. Maher probably. Mm. Margaret? I have no idea. Mm. I don't know how her sleep schedule is anymore. <laughs> But, so, but in this situation, Maher probably looks at, like, overtime. She's probably working. Uh, she's talking to you, and she, like, she realizes pretty quickly, all right, that's probably not going to work again. Um, and she's kind of weak, and she looks around. She looks out one of the windows. Because you guys are going to start moving again. Can you roll me Alex A plus sharp? Seven. Oh, seven. That's a mixed success. That is a um, mixed success. But wait, there could be more. There could be more. Um, on a mixed success, you don't get any discerning details. Damn it, I'll take it. Okay, (laughs) jeez. Okay, all right. How do I get the details, Doug? You guys are being followed. You notice because they stop at the layover, and they don't continue forward until one of the cars starts moving. You are the one that notices. You, Alex. (laughs) You pick it out his phone. How likely is it that your phone is still on? Probably pretty likely. Well, he wasn't on it. Yeah, that's fair. He's a bit busy. Alright, uh... And he does charge it pretty well now. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so I'm gonna call... it was for... In case another situation... I'm gonna call your van van one. I'm gonna call, uh... Your van van three. Lewis van van two. Robinson van van four. Lewis. Lewis. Okay. He gets. Follows one of them. Lewis is not That's Princess fine. Diane. It doesn't change who I'm calling. Oh, the yeah. fact it's actually better though, if it is two. Yeah. Okay. Look at this squishy little thing. She just kind of sees Alex Paul's phone. Click. Click. Hey, Maher. Hello? Hello. What do you want? Hey, um, mm-hmm. we're being followed. At least one of us. What? Yeah, some sort of weird car. Not sure about you about this. I see it. I saw it out the window. By the way, the girl's name is Melody. Melody. Okay, I'll try and remember but that. But the uh, following part's more important because she said a lot of people are after her, too. There's a little bit... Okay, yeah, that detail's also... There's, yeah. a, there's, there's a little bit of sound inside the van, but fortunately not outside yet. Um, you'd probably have to do some, dig some deeper looking to see if anyone's following you. Um, but it, it sounds like she might be awake. Uh, but that's while you're on the phone with him. Hey, what does it look like? She looks like a girl. I meant the fucking car, <laughs> Alex! 
I just <laughs> got them yell at me. I will hang up on you. You know what? I'm. I can't believe I even told you that we were being followed. Oh, one sec. He takes it back. Look out the window again. Oh, what's it called? Oh, you know what? Uh, the, yeah, I swear uh, to God, if Alex just looked at the window, and went, oh. It's a, it's a longer, sleeker looking kind of Dodge Charger esque. All, no, my dad. All tinted windows. It's my dad. All tint, no play. It's a Dodge. It's a Dodge Charger and it's long. It's got, all right. Well, it's got also, all tinted I tinted windows. It looks like it just stepped out of a nice car wash. Expensive as shit, no license plate. Shiny, shiny assholes with no tracking. Um, also, just wanted to say, if their windows are tinted, they may or may not have guns. So yeah, how you how are you feeling in case things get? Um, I we will leave, <laughs> assuming I can walk. So the melody is like. All right. Well. Okay. Um, I think enough time has passed. Sleep easy. I'll I, I'll figure something out. I suppose. Fuck me. <laughs> if they try to get into the car, I'll blow them up. That's a, now that's the answer I wanted. Alright, see ya. See ya. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fuck. We'll, we'll be fine. Duncan's, Duncan's gonna do some investigation. We'll, we'll be fine. When I was half dead, I was able to unlock the things. Now that I'm feeling more than, ha- un- more than half alive, pretty sure we'll be fine. What does that mean? It means I feel better than when I when I fought a shadow werewolf. Oh. Dude, she's a, like she might be a magic person, and she's still confused. The man. The man. The man. What man? Is he alright? What man? The, the one. Oh God, the, the screaming man. I think they got him free. I don't know. I was fighting a werewolf. Okay. I think I may have been being used as a power source. Well, we got you and I think the rest of them out. Considering one of them was Wolf, I would definitely say we at least got you two out. I thought they were testing my dog. Dogs? You said Wolf? Yeah. He's a person. Werewolf? Uh, yeah. There were werewolves okay. at, at the college. Okay. It's going to be a wonderful misunderstanding of you're the werewolf. Don't worry, I turned most of them back. It's going okay. well. That's Except a good one. conversation. Except right. one, but he didn't want to be turned back, so. Anyway, the guy following us shouldn't have anything too bad happen. Toss. He, <laughs> he might blow up! <laughs> Odds or evens, Douglas. Evens. What's I trying to guess right or wrong? Hey, Katie. Trying to guess whether things would go in your favor. I gotta gotta ask real quick. Mm -hmm. Does Alex have feeling in his legs again? Like actual strength back into him? Decent amount. Alright. You you, you do anything crazy, I'm probably gonna have you mark unstable again, but... Like, he moves his legs like this for a moment? Yeah, and they hurt, but... Okay, so so we can run away if we have to. We're in a moving vehicle. If it stops. <laughs> if something goes wrong, I'll explain later. Okay. I don't know what you're planning, Alex. Um, Backup plans. I'm deciding who to call. Who the fuck I'm going to call yeah, about this. You've got a lot of reading to do, Duncan. And Wolf is probably just waiting for people to get here. But in the meantime, um, is there anything in particular that you'd like to do? Or maybe think about? I mean, 
probably going to want to tell someone about Eric. I'm going to want the inside. When do you want to do that? Because you have about eight hours that you have to wait for them. Alone for two, so this is going to be before the phone call. You're going to go find her. I'm going to have you roll one more time because I think if there was anything that would cause apotheosis to happen early, it would be this. It would be this. Morbin. That's a ten. You can do it. You can hold it in. Outside Joanne's door. She went in there to grab something. Um, I think she may even be like getting into more regular clothing because she had on like less formal wear. You're used to seeing her with the coat. She didn't have the coat. Do you uh, do you knock or do you wait for her to come out? I wait knock. Okay. Um, she opens the door. You can see she's putting on her gloves. She says, uh, hey. Hi. Hi. Um, okay. Yeah, he's obviously playing with his hands. He, he looks like he saw a ghost. All right. He says, do you want to sit down in here or do you want to sit on the stairs? I just want to sit. Okay. All right. Lead you over to the one chair that's in her room where you could just you could just kind of sit down. She just sit down at the edge of her own bed. She says, "Okay, so a lot happened, and I've gotten pretty used to receiving very large and confusing and alarming information. So just tell me what happened, and I'll figure it out from there. Okay?" That's pretty high up there. I mean, I heard about I heard about a lot of things. That's pretty high up there. Um, okay, let's just go over everything that happened. And you're just gonna you're, you're gonna give her the rundown. Yes. Okay, you're gonna give her the rundown. So you give her that that rundown of everything that happened. She says, uh, okay, so that would mean that during the ambulance ride that I was told. He passed away on, was not the case. Means this was deliberate. There's a lot that's going to need to be processed and thought about, but there is a lot that I can do. A lot of people that I'm probably going to need to talk to. She says, um, is there anything I can do for you right now? You look like you're holding back a With that, that yeah. key phrase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a three. So what this is going to look like is she's going to ask you the question that never goes well when you're about to have a meltdown, which is, are you okay? Who knows what it looks like from her perspective? Because all you see from your perspective is white. And you hear the crashing of ocean waves. We're just going to have to deal with this now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. Yeah. By the way, does Robinson's um cell get texts? Yeah, she can get texted. <laughs> Alex sends the most cryptic text, which is, "You may or may not have spare parts later." It sends back a message that says "cool" with a period. <laughs> this is fine. Doug's taking a shit. Hey, Duncan. Yes. Donkey. There's an explosion upstairs. <laughs> He's grabbing his sword and he's running. 
It sounds super bad. It's it's so it's so, it sounds like it came from Drian's room. That's even worse. Uh, you make your way upstairs. Uh, you can see that there is a bright white light uh, coming in through all of the cracks around the door uh, to Joanne's room. It has an intense magical aura. It's almost... You almost don't want to say that it could be your brother because it feels so much more, but it does have that, that familiarity to it. Strangely enough, it's completely silent on the other side of the door. I don't want to say he would charge in blindly, but at this point... There's no sound, yeah. Yeah, there's no sound. Uh, Joanne's probably in there. Mm -hmm. uh, Luke might be in there. Mm -hmm. They both might be in trouble. Yes. He's charging in. Okay, alright. You gotta charge in. This is probably gonna do a good deal of damage to Duncan. I don't actually know how much damage this is going to do to Joanne. And I think that's because I have a choice for you. Wolf is gonna wake up. He's on an island. There are waves crashing in. This island is not very large. Uh, it has enough to have what looks like maybe a small tower. The tower's not completely built yet. And the water that crashes in from all sides, you can tell, is very dark. I have a question for you because I'll even say like the tower is mostly built, but it's it's new. It's it's got some some parts that are still being put in and everything else like that. Um, but it's it's biggest feature right now is the fact that it has not had a roof put on it yet. Uh, so you look up. There are two places that you can technically go. The first one is there is movement within the water around you. The water is choppy and it is rough uh, and it is hard to see in. It looks almost heavy. You're not quite sure if this is even like it looks it, it should be water it should be water it's got um it's got a strange kind of quality to it and then you look up you see beautiful large white clouds you you feel a bit of a chill in the air the farther that like you reach your hands up or that you stand up you notice that temperature difference almost immediately crouching down, that water, although heavy, is warm, uh, well, warm seawater, but it, if you go further up the island, further up any sort of elevation or anything else like that, you feel that chill. You can see, if you look up towards the tower, a thin layer of frost that covers everything right up at the top. You don't know where you are. You don't know how you got here. You know you had a large emotional outburst, and all of a sudden you were here. What, my first question is, what does wolf feel right now probably i don't want to say disappointed mm -hmm. because he just went through a lot mm -hmm. and it makes sense that he lost his emotions mm -hmm. but he probably in a sense is going to feel sad and now he doesn't even know where he is mm -hmm. okay so it sounds like wolf may be looking for a little bit of information it also sounds like he may be looking for answers potentially guidance, potentially comfort. All four of those things are different in their own regard. It goes on the sliding scale of wanting to be calm and wanting to have support and wanting to know more. Those things can be, they're not mutually exclusive, they can be the same, but right now there is that scale of, there are two ways to deal with this. 
One of them is to put yourself in a safer place at the risk of maybe not quite understanding what's going on right now and having to wait to understand. Or diving into the concept of understanding what this is, not necessarily to control it, but to have that have that knowledge, to know, to not be confused, and to feel confident in the fact that at least you know why. Well, he's obviously going to um, want to figure it out, even if that means putting his family like on. There are answers upstairs. Duncan, roll me uh, to keep your cool, I would say, to act under pressure. Um, and this will affect exactly how much harm you were dealt. Two? Eighteen. You have two hit points left. Oh, are you? It's hard. It, it's not. Actually, it's not hard to describe the amount of pain that you're going through. You were being blasted with searing amounts of. Uh, it shouldn't be celestial. Celestial light should not hurt this much. Um, but it does. And in fact, I think it is probably what's what's your instinct upon receiving this much harm from just going into this light? Uh, probably ouchy. Go back. Go back. Okay. You're probably gonna double back. As you as Wolf walks up those stairs, the waters at the bottom uh, grow stronger and choppier. They can't quite get in. Can't quite overwhelm the island. Um, though they try very hard to, uh, and you go up and you can feel like everything get colder and colder and colder, but you know something's up there. And then you get up to the top, uh, and everything gets kind of quiet again, and those waves start to like recede in both volume and noise. Duncan doubles back um, and manages to get out of that room, but he is on his own. When Wolf walks up those stairs, and he gets up to that top. There's light uh, flurries that hit the ground around him. It looks like the top of this tower may have actually been some form of garden, with small little trees that go around. And uh, once you're up there, you can feel kind of a calling. In fact, you want to go higher, but right now the masonry, it isn't enough. It isn't enough to reach the sky. But that's where more answers are. However, for right now, there's something on a pedestal right at the edge of that tower. Um, and as you come up, uh, there's like a little, like the stairs have a little, little trap door that you have to open to get up on that level. Um, so uh, you get out. Uh, do you shut that door? Sure. Okay. Uh, you're going to shut that door. Uh, and there's something at the edge of the pedestal. It's uh, small. It's Right, it's pretty. It looks like what you need. You gonna pick it up? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna pick it up. You're gonna be able to put your hands around it. Um, you're going to understand in a moment what this is. Uh, but the first thing that's probably going to happen, because you're going to pick it up at the same time that you're gonna hear that door open. And at the same time that you hear that door open, there's a voice that calls down from the sky, um, and it sounds dark, not necessarily evil, because it can be difficult to sound evil, and I'm not being surprised, but uh, it, it, it calls down. You hear it congratulate you. Talk about exactly 
how far you've already come and exactly what you could do, exactly how much potential that you've been holding back, and how this is yet again another one of those gifts, but instead of a gift that you had to go out and find in the real world because it had been taken by those that it didn't belong to, you're starting to find the important ones. You're finding ones that have always existed within, within yourself, have been locked away. Immense amount of potential power that has been locked away from you. And you have that now. And although it may feel scary and it may feel overwhelming, this is what you are meant to do, is to hold on to this power and to use it when the time is right and to use it when you want to, without restrictions, without restraint, without confusion, and without ignorance of the knowledge of what it can do. You pick up a power crystal. It isn't broken like the other ones. You hold it in your hands um, and you feel gravity change. It, it's, a, it's like a sharp tug at the back of your neck. Uh, not your neck itself, but more like your collar. Uh, and you are pulled backwards uh, and you, you have it. You hold it close into your chest you don't, it doesn't crack, it doesn't break, it's much thicker, it's got a much more beautiful kind of lizard-like look to it on the inside, but it's got more of your flavoring to it. Um, this, this crystal isn't just a, a crystal from snow, this is a custom crystal. Um, you helped make this. This is yours. Uh, and it is much larger, and you pull, you get pulled back from whatever had come in from a door behind you. Uh, with like rather rapid footsteps, you fall backwards. Um, and from the perspective of Duncan, who had just taken a fuck ton of harm, probably landed up against the banister that's outside of that door, um, you land back out there, and it's a matter of moments. Uh, even though it may have felt like a very long time when you were in that uh, island itself, a matter of moments for Duncan until he sees uh, it is Joanne. She falls back. She's got someone with her. She has your brother who falls backwards. He's holding on to something, but as soon as he's pulled out, that light kind of just disappears. And she falls back. He falls back, I guess, on top of her. Wolf looks unharmed. Joanne is awake. Joanne looks miserable. And she's also got... Not just one hand on the back of the collar, she's got the other arm just kind of wrapped around his midsection. And she she falls back, and almost as soon as he gets out of the hair, uh, out of out of that out of that harm's way, and the light recedes, Duncan sees it. Wolf probably hears it. You just hear her lay all the way back and have the back of her head thunk a little bit against the floor, and she just lets out a really long breath, and she says. Love magic. <laughs> Love magic so much. <laughs> she lets go of Wolf. She just rolls over. Just <sighs> we're gonna we're gonna move over. You call during the layover, Alex. Yeah. It's been two hours. Things will get talked about in a second. Um, the, the, multiple new rooms have opened up in Monster Hospital. 
thank goodness no one has needed Monster Hospital in a while because everything's stopped to what it needs to be. But, uh, Alex, would you like to call Duncan? Because Duncan's definitely going to be in Monster Hospital now. He'll probably still have his phone on him. Okay. Duncan will get on matter. Things go over about as well as you expected them to, but uh, jo- Joanne just doesn't quite have the energy right now. She's just glad everyone's technically okay. But you receive a call on your phone. And this is Duncan getting the call? Duncan is getting the call. He's going to pick it up. Hey, what's up? I just walked in, well, not just walked into, I went into blinding light that hurt. What do you mean? A vampire, right? Yes. Maybe avoid churches. It wasn't a church. Look, I don't know where you are. Point is, (laughs) (laughs) did you get Wolf? Yes. In fact, I believe he's the little shit that causes me so much pain. Wolf has taken no harm this entire time. Can't you just, like, heal with your vampire abilities? Why didn't I think of that? Probably because I was too too busy uh, getting burned by light. When was this? Two hours ago. Two hours ago. Why haven't you healed with one since then? Man, they're they're fucking trying. I'll have you take two harm off, but, like, Rome wasn't built in a day. So, can you catch me up to speed to what happened after I fought the shadow thing? Um, so, you fought the shadow thing. Yep. I was there for that. I don't remember what I did. I know Luke and Margaret went to find Eric. I'm surprised he's still alive. Um. Wait, wait, wait. Who's Eric? (laughs) He was supposed to be dead, first of all. Did a pretty poor job of that. He apparently died on the way to the hospital after having some kind of complications with his psychic abilities, I suppose. Then who the hell did you, did you pick up? Eric. Okay, no, you're going to have to elaborate more. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Go on. Is it rude? Has yeah. even gotten to mention, like, oh, yeah, we're people. <laughs> yeah, uh, we... we we'll get to it. I, I think we're a little concerned about seeing a dead person, but um, after that, I... Uh, my head scandaled. Give me a second to rethink of the details. Just a real, real on-the-phone silence. I've got time. Melody's looking at you so confused. She doesn't have her phone. She doesn't have anything on her. She's <laughs> just like... Look, Melody, it's not my fault you weren't prepared to be kidnapped. <laughs> God you were? Always. No, I was the person who came to rescue the kidnapped. Are you even a student here? No. <laughs> I, wait, I'm not sure if we were going back. Uh, pretend I said yes. Thanks, Melody. Anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, and if I want to ask my name, Jack Smith. Okay. From the college. Oh, no, I don't mind. You hear all of that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It's fine. Uh, the girl I saved is awake. I suppose I'll work backwards. The girl near Maher saved. That's <laughs> easiest for me to do right this second. Okay. So at the end, uh, we were going through, I was going through books as Luke was dealing with possibly emotions and turning off the power. I got a bunch of books. Before that, uh, we went outside to follow blood traces where I found Lewis and Luke found 
a blood trail that led to the parking lot. We have to get security camera footage. Luke's okay? Luke is okay. He is unharmed. Ah, but... I am more hurt than he is, and I am mad at him for that, but there's nothing I can do. I'm, I suppose, the idiot in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, uh, obviously the Eric, Eric situation played out. Um, before Eric was, you know, taken away, I cut the power to the middle, the big one. Ah, uh, the big needle thing. Yes, the big needle. Who's the three followers? That, it's Eric who follows that everything? Question. So yeah, that would be everything that I would be able to tell you. Okay. You get a text Besides. message. Alex gets a text message uh, on their phone uh, that just uh, it's from Dr. Robinson. It says, taking a different route. All right, you may or may not be slightly longer. Um, oh, we're being followed. Uh, I'm not quite sure who or who they're after. I wish there was a way to get a conference call. But going. <laughs> but apparently the but there's a thought process that might be Melody considering and she said that multiple people after her. Which I understand what you'd want with a normal college student. I she says like I don't I don't know. They just said they were after the girl. I don't even know if they know if I'm the white one. One sec. Hey, is uh is Eric magical in any way? He was a psychic. I don't know if he still is. He saw the end times. He didn't probably. He probably didn't tell anyone about that except for the main original I, players. I, I, oh, I was about to say. I imagine Joanne told him about jo- that. Joanne probably got this. I know just to ask. Are you good at anything? Uh, I'm pretty good at floral arrangements, but uh, before, before, I. And you think people might consider odd or a gift they may naturally have? I can't remember any of my memories before I was 16 years old. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, Melody can't remember anything before 16. Does anyone remember anything? Hmm? A little bit. What's it? Yeah. A little bit. So I don't know if she's magical. I don't know if she's human. I don't know anything, man. Hey. Uh, except we're being followed. So, <laughs> uh, so, Maher, how likely do you think it is that you may also be being followed? Again. Check the mirrors. But like you know, you're you're on a road. I gotta call Dr. Robinson. Yeah, you're probably gonna have to call Dr. Robinson. I call Dr. Robinson. Um, Dr. Robinson's uh, phone uh, goes to, <laughs> uh, goes to voicemail. I thought you were gonna say I was gonna look over. It's also on the passenger seat. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Robinson's phone goes to voicemail, and you almost automatically see, receive the same same text message that Alex did, which just says taking a different route. So she knows. She knows. Okay, well, good. She's got us. And if anyone fucks with us, I uh, no, she took the cat account. No one's going to want to. Well, they don't. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know Doctor Robinson. They don't. We're readjusting roots. All right. Didn't tell you what to do. Just change. Does my root change? You gotta change it. To what? <laughs> Toll free. Think fast, motherfucker. Toll free it is. What's Toll your free. What's your next move? Okay. Don't change my route. Okay. They wouldn't expect it. Um, is there anything else that you uh, would like to do, or you just want to continue the drive as normal? Find a good radio station I was Find into. Find a good radio station? Yeah. Okay. Flat roll for me. Six. Six. You know what? Pretty decent. It's fun country um, music. There's something on the edge of your brain. 
Something it's called my skull. No, no, there's something on the edge of your brain. You felt it a little bit before. Um, right around the time that you had gotten an email from one of your old construction buddies that you kind of just saw and realized it was an email to catch up. Uh, oh, shit, And uh, I don't know what you would have done with it, but... You got old construction buddies, too? If, yes. If I were in your situation... They're slightly older than I yours. probably would have just deleted it. I'll put it in the spam folder. Put it in the spam folder so that other ones that come in uh, just uh, always go there, and then it automatically gets deleted after 30 days. I assume you don't check your spam folder after that? Not often. Okay. Sometimes I do when the work's slow. Any time that you do, if you see any of those, it's the same kind of feeling. It's creeping up on the edge of your brain right now. There are things that you saw that you're trying not to think about, and it's... For the most part, working, <laughs> but it, it's difficult. It's yeah. not easy. I let Blake Shelton sing me to sleep. Yeah, but metaphorical sleep because I'm driving. Metaphorical sleep, of course. Okay, all right, and uh, yeah, you're just gonna do that for the next four hours uh, while being followed. What are they gonna do? Fucking shoot me? Get out and kick their fucking ass! I'm the main character here. <laughs> You got shot in the first ever uh, original session. Yeah, but that killed me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. And then it went... <laughs> and I ran away, bravely. bravely. Out the back of the restaurant. Bravely, bravely ran away. Wait, yeah, sure, I have one last question. I asked oh, yeah, finish thing. your phone call. Yeah. No, Duncan, just one last thing. What are you wearing? It's very important. I haven't really got the chance to ask anybody. Do you know where we're going? Yeah, Pennsylvania. Why? Because there's a place where you could lie low and get medical attention without the eyes of the government prying in. Fuck Scott, dude. <laughs> I mean, if you do, he might become, uh, you know, right, more thank, uh, manageable. Thank you. I completely forgot to ask anyone else. Seduce okay. Scott Callahan. <laughs> Alright. She just doesn't it. have the nerve. Gotta go. Why we got the main man Alex on this? I was gonna say not strong enough to do everything, but Alex. He clicks off. He's the man we need. Uh, Duncan Wolf says. Duncan Wolf says hello. Okay. Um. I just I think it would be very very funny. Just really fast, like one hour before you get to. You don't even know what it is. No. You don't even know that it's Monster Hospital. There's just a knock. She says, uh. And that Blake Shelton's a little loud. You okay in there? <laughs> you turn it off. <laughs> you know you can't just country music your problems away. This is the one about the truck. Shouldn't be getting bed rest. <laughs> I'm in bed. I'm resting. I would no. be sleeping, but there's 40 decibels of country music. Let me turn down a little bit. <laughs> I literally, my brain can't think of anything else. The All right, chains. shut it. Shut it. Hit it with. You can't think of anything else, isn't it? <gasps> Got the cord. My lungs hurt. Oh, the questions. Yeah. Nah, fucking, we don't need experience. Fuck off, Doug. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to have Willard, Willard Mark experience uh, when I see him again. No, he just doesn't get it. We also get gear points, dumbass. Yeah, we do, we do, we do, we do. Anywho, ask him. What, my, how your attitude has changed. Fucking, um. No. Yes. It's over. It's the last. Double you save someone from certain death. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we learn something new or important about the world? Yeah. Yes. 
Just take my word for that. <laughs> no one asked me that. I thought we did. I was going to say, I'm looking at you for that one, but I guess... Trying, to, trying to decide What that. does the world put that, encompass? Put that, put that one on pause for right now. Mm. Today we learned something new and important about one of the hunters. Uh, Willard smokes cigars. Willard, Willard does smoke cigars. Um, it doesn't say it has to be important. It just says new. This is uh, this is the uh, the first time we've had apotheosis happen in this. Uh, Someone learned part something of the about timeline. that. Yeah, Duncan's yeah. about to go insane. But I think we already. <laughs> Duncan's about to kill his brother. <laughs> I think we already knew Wolf was unstable. Yeah, that's fair. No, it's not fair. Give us the damn question. Okay. Um, we also are officially introduced to the Harry Pecker Mansion, and that whole. I wanted to call her Martha. That's not her name. Melody. The Pennsylvanian people. Oh. Those folk. Those folk. They've yeah. been introduced into the official knowledge base of the hunters, or will be very shortly. Yeah. Okay, you know what? We'll give you guys a for a question. Okay. I got an idea. Give us a, you ain't giving a shit. We're taking them. Taking them. How many XP is that? Two. Two. I love a lot, motherfuckers. How many gear points is that? I know. It's a. I got a luck point back. Fushiki? So in total, Fushiki, I have Fushiki. Doesn't matter. 22 gear points? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have 19. 26. Something's not adding up. Yeah, I don't use my gear points. <laughs> I mean, they don't get used. That's okay. Um, We're going to show up to the next session with grenades. <laughs> no one's going to fuck with us. I mean, to be fair, at this point in time, Luke's going to have smoke bombs, he's going to have a flashbang, he's going to have two vials of acid, he's going to have a bag with a secret apartment. I'm just going to buy a gun for every state. Okay, there you go. And then he's also going to eventually get the two orders of condoms. <laughs> There's so much I forgot on. about that. <laughs> yes. It's important. It is important. I'm going to, oh, well. Because immediately uh, he's going to throw one of them at Alex. Tacticals. Willard will also love She's my... Sorry, mate. I, uh, we're having Dr. Robinson going there with the snippers. <laughs> what the fuck you are? <laughs> That's how people blow up. Oh, that reminds me of the, the, the joke that just kind of got passed over, um, which is uh, Maher st still having the werewolf curse, and Alex just going, don't worry, I'll fix him. And Maher going, don't fix him. Just make him not a werewolf anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alex out so here much. like he's definitely gonna give me a vasectomy. I might as well get in there first. Tit for touch. A soul for a soul. No one's allowed. No one breathes. It's fucking cheating. You already got yours in. <laughs> it's not my fault. Throw them in the bag. It's not my fault. Yours takes forever. Egg probably dry up. I'm not getting anywhere with it. <laughs> My guy, if you weren't at one fucking hit point, like, I shoot Alex. <laughs> what can I do? Use the left point. No harm. I was at two. <gasps> I don't everything. know where these go. I take one attack. Burn everything. Three damage. Why you? I do nothing. And two wolf. <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't have any plus ones. Left, no, right? Duncan. No, I used them all. Wait, no, he wouldn't done. do it to me. He hates me. He hates my. Why's my snake in there? Yeah. I used that. That's fair. I don't know. It's fine. It's eight, a weird taste preference. That's eight hours of country music and repressing memories. 
Did you, hear the, did you hear the one about the girl in the truck? That one was good. The I one think I'm gonna go hide this one in my car. I think I'm going to go. I can't imagine sitting in a car, listening to <laughs> distant country music, and not saying anything for several hours, and then just one hour beforehand, just like, okay, all right, let's knock on the let's knock on the partition. Uh, I can't handle it anymore. Leave now. Driving uh, tired is more dangerous than driving drunk. I drive so. home tired. You know, it's it's well, that means I'm safer to drive home than Cody. That means that technically it's uh, downtime Not for the next session. Downtime in Venago. Downtime in Venago. God, this town is so fucking boring. Alright. <laughs> There's a Burger King at least. There's a Burger King. Bunch of random forest trails to walk down and get lost. Yeah, no, thank you. I know fucking, I know magic exists now. Now that we have a time frame, I do gotta ask this. After like two or three years, who still is in Vernago? I know Nat is, but that's not Cooper, not River. They left immediately. House is a nightmare. It's just me. (laughs) It's just Nat. Cooper no longer has to deal with Nat. Unfortunately, <laughs> this may be a worse person to deal with Nat. Imagine, I don't having, know. imagine having a fucking 13-year-old just come up to you and you're like, uh, it's just some kid, and she's just like, erectile dysfunction. What? <laughs> <laughs> no double jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God bless that, Margaret. I think that would be 14. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording. Does anyone else want to say anything? Yeah, uh, Yes. Fuck. I missed it. It's, 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 it's okay. Turn it off. It's embarrassing now. The longer... Please! Please! Turn it off! Hit the damn button. You son of a bitch! I'm...